Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Clue the Motherfucking Dom for another episode of Country Fan Mail Podcast. I want to thank everybody for coming in, everybody for coming back. And if you like what you hear, if you like what you see, and you want to hear more content, make sure that you subscribe to the channel and make sure that you also follow us on every podcast streaming platform. Literally, there probably isn't a podcast streaming platform that I am not on. I made sure of it. And shout out to Good Pods app, the Good Pods app. I found out that I was number 13 out of 100 for top indie podcast um, apps. I mean, I'm uh, music interview podcast let me rephrase that so yes definitely shout out to good pods for that heading out to y'all and once again shout out to all of my listeners especially my international listeners y'all are going up i see y'all i appreciate y'all but without further ado i have a very very special guest coming to the stage coming to the stage she was highly recommended by somebody else that i've interviewed before but it's not about them it's about her so i'm going to be bringing her to the stage lovely lovely young lady i don't even want to call what her genre is i'm just going to call it sonically pleasing i'm just gonna call it amazingly sonically pleasing i'm gonna let her explain herself but introducing to the stage i have this kao is that how you say it yeah okay i wanted to make sure i didn't want to mispronounce it thank you for coming to the stage thank you no problem no problem so yeah so um first thing i'd like to ask everybody before we get into anything uh what was the first song that you listened to when you woke up this morning um Very first song, I would probably say Unpredictable by Dustin Conrad. Dustin Conrad. Okay. All right. I'm gonna check that out. Check that out. Was that a newer release or something older? Um, it's a little older. He's like an R and B artist. He's Kaylani's cousin. So he's okay. kind of breaking his way through, you know, underground scene. Getting himself in there. Okay. All right. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So KO. So you are a are you would you consider yourself an R&B artist, a pop artist, soul? I don't like genres. Um I wouldn't really put myself in one because I like to play with my sound a lot. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you put it the best way, sonically pleasing. So whatever suits best for the ears, you know. Okay. And that's yeah, that's that's what I was getting from. And like I, I tried my best to um I try not to put people in genres, but sometimes they people just fall easily into them. And then sometimes people do not, they just make themselves very fluid. And um there was um another um interview I had, uh, her name was uh Makita Iroquois, and she was saying the same thing as far as her music. She was just like, Sometimes I might be rapping, sometimes I might be singing, sometimes I might be, you know, doing something more gospelish, sometimes I'm doing yeah. you know, it's a it's a wave. So it's definitely appreciated. So how long have you been making music? I would say going on three years now. Definitely three years. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. And I was I was definitely curious with that because I tried my best to to deep dive on everybody that I, I bring out to the show. And I was growing mm-hmm. so frustrated that I couldn't find anything oh, yeah. from past three years ago. So I was like, oh man, she has her stuff on lock. Cause you don't sound like you've just been making music for three years. Yeah, I get that a lot. It's mostly like I really just started recording like in these last three years. Honestly, writing also um, more structured wise, you know, I can make a song out of the words. But um, I would say, yeah, three years is when I I really started like really diving into like my craft and recording and like really writing. 
And when do you think the when do you when can you remember the first time you picked up a pen or the first time that you realized like, hey, my voice actually sounds good? Um, well, it took me probably up until like this year to really like you know accept my voice as its own uniqueness. Mm. So for years, people have been telling me I could sing. Um, I grew up in church, so in the choir, like I was chose for leads and stuff like that. Um. I would say when I first knew, okay, this is, I got a gift, is when I was at my piano uh, recital, I sung while I was also playing the piano and the audience was crying. <laughs> so I was like, this is me. Like, oh, okay, I guess I'm doing something. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm doing something good. Okay, okay. Damn, that's wild. That's wild. And, and like, was it, um, was it something that you felt like was being, um, I guess, uh, you know when you you know when you want to do something as a child, you know, if somebody wants to play basketball, somebody might be like, mm-hmm. I right, here, I'm gonna put a basketball in your hand, I'm gonna send you to basketball practice. Mm-hmm. Was it kind of like that? Were they were they were they uh kind of feeding into your want to sing and play the piano? Oh yeah. Uh my family, like they're I'm blessed to have a family that's all about following your dreams. So um it it was always we gonna put you in piano, we we just gonna like get you like mastered in your gifts. Mm. So yeah, I was surrounded by a good support system. Okay, okay. And so kind of kind of running the back a little bit, kind of starting from the beginning. I hopped around a little bit already. Um, kind of starting from the beginning. Young KAO. Like, mm-hmm. where did this start? Um, you know, where did, you know, kind of like, you know, where did you grow up? Kind of how, how was your childhood, as you would describe it? I would say I am the only girl of five. So I was definitely alone. And I'm the youngest. Mm. So kind of like the only child syndrome. I got that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I would say it was really, it was really just me and my thoughts and I, I had friends. I'm not going to act like I was alone or a loser. And I, that's not a loser, <laughs> but you know, I, and I wasn't alone, but yeah. it was mostly really just me and really music was my best friend. Like, even though I really started getting into it, like these last few years, like I've always been into poetry and reading in English and stuff like that you know not a lot of my peers were into that so a natural isolation which was fine that's you <laughs> it's perfectly fine so so you were more so into the actual almost like the composition of the music or the or the actual mm-hmm. the details of the music more than just how it sounded honestly yeah like I would say like I'm all about like conveying a message whether it's like for the world or for myself. And if I can do that through music, I can do that through music. If I can do that through poetry, I can do that through poetry, through writing, all of that. So, yeah. Okay, that's dope. That's dope. So who are some of those artists that you remember first gravitating toward like when you were coming into the, I guess coming into the time that you can remember music? Um. Well, I grew up in a very Christian household. So mostly gospel artists. Mm. I grew up like, Kirk Franklin, Ty Tribbett. Um, my mom, you know, she had her moments where you threw some uh, R&B <laughs> artists in there. So, like, Layla Hathaway and yeah. um, Jill Scott, real heavy, Erica Badu, you know, all these artists. And I love that I was surrounded by, you know, different sounds like that because I feel like it just molded my sound, too. So, yeah. And what about your siblings? I know you said you were the youngest of five, so you have four older brothers. Like, how was yes. that kind of, you know, say like, like, how was that growing up? And also, what kind of influence did that have on your music? Um, I would say my brothers were very, 
I would say we're like six six plus years apart, like with all of them. Mm. The oldest one is like thirty. He has kids and all that stuff. Almost all of them got kids now. So I, I'm dead serious. So I really was like alone. So it really wasn't like I had time to really be with my brothers and they, them have much of an influence on me. It was more like watching them through like a TV screen since I'm so mm. young. Um, I feel like I was pretty knowledgeable for my age, so I knew a lot of stuff that was happening, which taught me to, you know, maneuver different mistakes and stuff. But my um, closest brother to me, well, my mom's son, he uh, he does music too. Mm. So he, you know, that's my big brother. I was intrigued, and you know, he, he used to sing and all that stuff. So he influenced me that way too. And we're both music heads, so yeah. yeah. That's dope. That's dope. So y'all kind of just kind of had that passing back and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So have y'all ever done any joint projects together? Or will y'all ever do? Not anything? yet. We will. He be asking me all the time. It's I be. It's me. I'm trying to like. I got this plan in my head, and er, people want me hop on features and stuff, and I'm like, I want to, but it's like, <laughs> I, I got s- a vision. <laughs> I see. You know, I saw that. I'm so glad you said that because you know I posted something. I'm posting a reel for us. You know, trying to get this going, and, and somebody <laughs> like, "Yo, can I be on the remix? Yeah. Can, I, can I be?" On the, I was just like, "Yo, they are like." I mean, like, don't get me wrong. You deserve your flowers because you honestly do put out really, really good music. And that song right there, off that, uh, off that, uh, what you call it, a mixtape or EP? EP, yeah. The EP. Um, off that EP, the fragments, fragments, um, at the horizon of the horizon. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, in my room, um, is probably my favorite. I thought that Allure was, and then I, and then I bought it, but you know, I kind of went through it because actually I thought the first track was, and then I got the Allure, <laughs> and then I, so yeah, it really just progressively got better. Yeah. Um, so like, what was your, what was your, what was your psyche when you were writing that? Like, what, what was that a quickly, quick, quickly Ooh. written EP, or did it take a long time? Took a long time. I wrote in my room back in 2019. Mm. Um, and that was a time period where I was, you know, dealing that with makes a lot of sense. Too. I was dealing with men and I was dealing with, you know, you know, growing up and all that stuff and like coming like facing myself as an individual. And then these last two songs, those were probably like those were written this year. Those were my quick quicker songs, but mm-hmm. all three of these songs come from a place of Basically, me just like finding myself the healthy way, taking the healthy route of healing. Um, and Fragments of the Horizon, basically, it's a piece of a project. Like, that's the whole mm. point of the name. So, there's going to be something else after that, too, of course. But these songs are basically me so. just seeing the brighter side of things. That's literally what the whole, all the music is about. Like, letting go of stuff that I don't need, um, finding my truth, you know, finding my worth in God, like all of that stuff. So since so you say it's gonna be part, and I was I was hoping you know by the name that it was gonna be like some some sort of a, a multi part or compilation type thing. Um, so this part you say is being the brighter side. Are the other parts gonna be exploring different emotions, or is it still gonna be on that same uh, same energy? <laughs> I would say it's a good question. Really, <laughs> I like the the way I'm trying to do this, this idea that I have for this project is to convey different parts of my life, emotions, or like just telling a story um, in the most digestible way I can. I really don't want no one sad and all mopey to my music, even though I'm talking mm-hmm. about some real stuff. Yeah. Um, It's supposed to just basically just like, honestly, 
just go through like what I know so far, so far on this journey I'm on. Um, that's why I released this piece of it because I'm still, I still haven't feel like I finished this phase yet. That's going to be this next piece. That's this, this sequel to this EP I just dropped. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, I like that. I like that. And, and before, before we dive too much into that, cause there is another part that I want to come into, but I want to keep that for the second part. Cause it makes more sense. But going back into coming into that uh that music finding your own music and finding that that uh i feel like as music heads we have as music heads we always find ourselves with different groups of friends we have Mm -hmm. a group of friends that ain't music heads and we got the group of friends that are music heads yes um and sometimes those music heads friends might be everywhere right like i had pimp like i remember i was on uh this is i'm aging myself lupe fiasco had a fan page and he Mm -hmm. had a chat box on the fan page it was first and 15.com and we used to be in a little chat, little fan pages, chatting away. Mm-hmm. I'm still friends with some of these people. And this was, you know, almost 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? And, but we know that music has, we stay together. So as far as that journey, have you has any of those people actually stuck with you? Or have y'all stayed in sync to the point where they're doing music now themselves? No. Um, my my uh, childhood friend, we used to sing together, like, and, and, and high, like throughout element, well, throughout middle school, that's what we was the duo singing and all that stuff. Mm. We went separate paths. Um, I do have uh, one of my other closest friends. She's a music head too, but she's not. I don't want to say talented. Sorry, that's me. She's just not a musician. <laughs> she's just not a musician. You know that. She I got you. I got you. Now you but, know. I, I feel that though because I love music so much, and I'm not talented in it either. That I was like, I want to contribute something to it. So yeah. I started a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like that's that's still beautiful though. That that music can connect you that way too. You don't have to be talented. You don't have to be talented. For know? sure. It's, it's going to connect you in all type of ways. And speaking yeah. of connections and ways that we make things work, I don't be making enough money doing this podcast and stuff to pay people to do my editing and my video editing. So I'm going to play this commercial right now that I edited myself. Okay. And y'all better be nice. <laughs> you know one thing I've realized? That while I'm enjoying my day, going about my whereabouts, you know, pushing P. I like to listen to the smooth melodic voice of who the motherfucking dog on Country Family Podcast. You listen to your own music? Because I know that he is utilizing that mic swap technology. You want to know about mic swap? Check the link in the bio. Country Family Podcast, Clue the Motherfucking Don. We are back after that quick commercial break with the R&B pop amazing. Actually, I'm sorry. I don't even want to put her in genre. I'm just going to play the amazing songstress, K.A.O. So going back into what we were talking about, uh, we were diving into your music and kind of um, those inspirations and people that have been around um, talented, not talented. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Just play. Shout out to whoever that friend is. Shout out to you. Shout um, out to you, Val. <laughs> So there was uh, there was something that I noticed that was really interesting um, on your social media. And I say it was interesting just because of the time that I felt like we all were in during this time. There was like a gap in which you just kind of disappeared. 
-hmm. it was from like 2019 to like 2021 you just you disappeared for this amount of time and when you came back it's not that it wasn't you but you could definitely see that there was some sort of transformation in the person that you had become and I feel like uh, during, you know, I feel like, of course, we all know what happened in 2020. That's when, you know, mm-hmm. COVID it finally came to the States and, you know, it really fucked everybody up. Well, it came, it hit, hit everywhere, it fucked everybody up and everybody kind of dealt with something that time. But I feel like a lot of people flooded to social media. A lot of people just ran to social media during that time because that's all we had. But you dipped the fuck out. you were just like i'm fucking gone so like without you know you know you don't have to get into too too many details because clearly you were off the map because you didn't want people to know what was up but Uh what kind of um what kind of experience i I guess would you say that you were going through at the time i would say i had just graduated high school um this was Honestly, this was that time period I was really debating. I'm like, am I really I'm not going to college. I can't mm-hmm. I can't see myself be doing a nine to five, no office job. I need to be realistic with myself. Like, do I want to do music? Like, is this something I really want to do? And social media and seeing everybody, you know, kind of do get to the dream that you want to get to too so what looks like quickly kind of can discourage you Mm. i really didn't need that type of influence on me and then also on top of that i was what 18 i kind of wanted to be young and just like ah just be do whatever not focus on like what's really important to me at the time but during that time period i would say i had to really make a decision to be like okay am i really gonna like put my head in the game and like put my all into this craft and I'm like when I do I do want to come back with like you know you know with a purpose I I had people starting to become like fans and stuff and I kind of disappear and I feel bad because Mm -hmm. I know people was hitting me up like what's going on and I'm like I'm in my head right now sorry so yeah that's basically what was happening I mean one thing that one thing I've I've um I'll say that I've kind of picked up just just a little bit that you do actually have out there on social media is that you value having that opportunity to reconnect and to center yourself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, even going to that, uh, to that, that video um, existing, you were just like, hey, I just want the weather to be good so I can go outside and meditate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like you were really just like, damn, like, I just want to get outside. And, and, you know, I feel like everybody has their own version of that peace and that solace. And, 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 uh, and also it's, it's difficult when, um, you know, I, I'm saying this completely out of uh, speculation because I'm not an artist, but I've realized or I've seen that it can be difficult to be an artist and to want to stay relevant, but also mm-hmm. be able to stay relevant with yourself. Be authentic. So, yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Be authentic so you can put out good shit. And, you know, um, yeah, so I, it's so I know you just kind of doubt. Do you just kind of went into the fact that, yeah, you just go into your head sometimes and you just got to reconnect. Mm-hmm. But diving a little bit more into specifically mental health what are some of those things that you do to kind of really check yourself back in um well well we all know i used to do i disappear but that's not something (laughs) i want to keep doing i say i just um i i just I, I still disappear but i try to still stay active on my socials but i just really 
I mean, I really can't explain it. Like, I really, it's a way I just check myself. I just be like, all right, you know, you, you getting drained. Quit posting. Quit worrying about what other people doing. Delete Instagram at least for a day or two. Uh, I'll try to pray. I'll definitely try to meditate. I'll try to, you know, feed, put some good stuff in my gut. You know, just do anything to just keep my mental health right because that's what I've always struggled with. Like half of my life, that's all I can remember is struggling with my mental health. And in my music, I try to convey that. I try mm. to let people know that's what I deal with, and you're not alone. So. I do whatever I can to stay alive. I do whatever I can to stay alive. I'm not even gonna lie to you, but yeah. Okay, and I and I and I, I see like even even going back, kind of referencing that video again. It's like I know it was it was shot over a couple of days, but I feel like you know one day you were just getting off of work, or you were talking maybe just getting off of work or saying that like oh yeah you you just getting off of work or something like that, and then it ends with like your party and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then like you know what I'm saying like but y'all know like I said it's a, it's a couple of days but it was really a progression because in between there you were just at home chilling dancing around in your room mm-hmm. and you were just driving around in the car it was sunny outside and it's beautiful and then yeah. you were in a hotel and then you're out there partying and shit yeah. so it's like is your life kind of always kind of on that on that up and down um or- honestly yeah I feel like I realize now that life is a balance. So mm-hmm. like when I got my low moments, I'm low. When I got my highs, I run with it. So that's that's kind of what I was leaning to. Yeah, that those yeah. up and downs is just a balance. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. In my video, that's what I was real. I'm glad you peeped that because that's why I was really trying to show. I'm trying to like, that's why at the end, I'm like, I'd be sad. <laughs> I'd be sad. Like I, y'all may have just seen me partying, but even at that party, I'm like, afterwards, I had to take a minute to like recuperate because- yeah. I knew before me going to that party, I was going downhill. And once I went to the party, it was over. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And why Why do you think that is? Like, why do you, is it, is it, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Why do you think that is? Why what is? Um, Kind of like getting to that point of like, um, you feel yourself about the crash. So you're just like, I'm about to burn this bitch out before I crash. Oh. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I try not to do that no more. It's not healthy. But, um. You said, why do I do that? It's it's a bad habit of just my emotions. I'm a very emotional person. And now that I'm very aware and I, I now have to accept that's who I am, it mm-hmm. can become a burden. So it's like, and most of the stuff that I deal with, like mentally, it's the same things just cycling through. So it's like, I'm not really trying to sit down and write mm-hmm. this out again. I'm not really trying to go to another therapy session and tell you I feel the same way. It's <laughs> let's just take this low and run with it real quick. And then if we got to burn, it's gonna, we're going to rebuild ourselves back up. I feel that. And, and it definitely comes out in your music. It comes out in your music, um, listening even to the words um, of the, the Stray. I was listening to that stretch to that track and I, and I feel like that song it, it can it conveys a certain amount of pain but it also conveys a certain amount of self-worth as well yeah um so it it, it, it you know you you do have a for one your voice is is super unique um it is it's amazingly unique honestly it that was the first thing that really uh gravitated me towards you and, and it's always been that way even going back to the you know when you're posting videos on instagram mm-hmm. um i can't think of uh i think you did that billy the billy eilish um cover oh. and man it was just and once again all the comments yo let's do a song let's do a song <laughs> um but with that like i really do i wish all the best for you and like I, i'm i'm super excited to hear more about what you have coming out and i know that whatever 
everything, whatever that all is, it's the creative process and it's gonna make shit even more beautiful for you. And um, and actually before I end that off, um, I wanna do wanna ask a question. Like, so like tell me about uh Slum Baby family and what they and what that means to you. Family, those are my guys. Um, you said what was the last thing you just said? Oh no, this yeah, this this tell me about Slum Baby family, like you know, um, how y'all met, what they mean to you, type shit. Um, so well I met well. Well, I knew, um, you know, Dejano and Tariq. I knew them in high school. I met Corey through Dejano, through music. Mm-hmm. Um, they invited me to be a part of the group. They're, like, very beautiful people individually, and we're very beautiful as a collective. We each bring different personality to, like, to the table. We bring uniqueness, different type of uniqueness, and creative perspectives to the table. I value them a lot. Like, Corey is, like, I value them all equally, but Corey a lot because he pushed me to like really like keep going. Like you got this. Yeah. He hit me all the time. Like you got this. Like keep going. Like because it is pretty discouraging not getting the plays you want. But as us as a like collective, mm-hmm. like they're very beautiful people, and I love them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Shout out to Corey. That's a really wise dude. It's a hell of a wise dude. And, definitely. Uh, and y'all, and y'all are really a dope collective. Honestly, I feel like it's it's pretty rare to. Uh, to to have two people from the same collective and both of y'all be so dope so early on um, mm-hmm. because I had, I mean I pretty much said the same thing to him like I would have thought that he had been doing music a little bit longer as well so I yeah. feel like uh, yeah y'all just keep on doing what y'all doing and and trust me the frustration with the listens and the plays that <laughs> is always going to be a thing <laughs> until you're like Kendrick or something like that so it's yes. like it's always going to be something but just know that I think the best way that somebody said it is the only way that, that you can lead the orchestra is when you turn your back to the crowd. Fact. So you got to stop paying attention to to really what's going on. And then all of a sudden it's going to be like, boom. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, once again, I really appreciate you coming on. And before we get off, please let everybody know where they can follow you and where they can find your music. Um, Y'all can follow me at KAO was here. So KAO was here and you, I'm on all streaming platforms. Just type in KAO on everything you'll find me but yeah and i just really quick uh honestly break i'm gonna let y'all know just how high i was earlier because every time i was looking at that i was just like her name is like k-a-o what's a ha like i was like i don't know how you say that shit <laughs> it's like what's a ha hilarious <laughs> <laughs> oh man but anyways country fanville podcast clue the motherfucking down if you like what you heard if you like what you saw if you like what you listened to make sure that you subscribe to the channel and make sure that you subscribe to this young lady right here because she is going to be dropping new music coming soon i'm putting that in the atmosphere i'm not even going to let her correct me on that i'm just going to run this real eye out <laughs> bye Oh